Let 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 the record show that uh, the siege is an ass, man. Let let the let the record show that the triumvirate, siege, Cal, Dandy, make the triforce <laughs> of men that know that the ass is the best physical trait possible in men and women. Come at me. Welcome back, listeners, to Laser Comb, episode 23, your favorite podcast where two 90s kids comb through classic television shows with a fine-tooth laser. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I am another one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, also known as The Siege. Also known as Siege. Also known as Christopher. But fuck you if you ever call me Chris. Uh oh. My uh... <laughs> listeners, take note. Yeah, take note. Uh, now people are just going to be calling uh... me Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. No, no, the hair is okay, folks. So, yes. uh, video listeners may uh, be aware that we are watching a little uh anime called space dandy right which uh which episode of space dandy are we watching this week we are watching i think this is episode seven right season one episode seven a race in space is dangerous baby baby (laughs) uh so neither um, of us have watched this beforehand correct uh no, in fact I I still don't know anything about Space Dandy. So uh Cal, uh did you uh did you, did you th- this was your choice. So did you do any research uh to to bring to the to the show to kind of talk about what the show is about uh in broad strokes. So what is a Space Dandy, you may ask? What is a Space Dandy? A Space Dandy is a dandy in space. Or, very prolific uh, that's the the intro to <laughs> that's the intro of the show of the anime um so yeah what have I, we got I here i i like the intro actually the intro right. is very um well the theme song uh we, we we get like an opening spiel that is definitely like a kind of uh uh joyful like riff on like the whole like star trek introduction like space the final frontier oh it's it's amazing yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. And the, the the theme song and the intro, like the the visuals of the intro are very 1970s sci-fi. It's it's, it's going kind of, for that 70s vibe. We're it, like everybody's got like a big Cadillac in space and heavy metal it merges a lot of you, you know what uh this actually came out at the same time too. Um I kind of get like I wonder if James Gunn has watched this show because I feel like he would like it. You ever see um, around the time Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 came out, there was a music video for the song called uh, Guardians Inferno by David Hasselhoff. Yes. There's a music video for it and it's great. Like it's something straight out there. It's like 70s, like sci-fi. They're in like bright, like silver, like 70s, like sci-fi suits. And it's got like those like 70s kind of visuals, kind of visuals that we see in in this show. Um, But like, I I feel like, uh, like I, I, I feel like James Gunn would probably enjoy this anime. And this anime is very like, He'd fucking uh, it, love this, man. He would fucking love this. 
So, James, James, we we know you're listening right now. Uh, go go watch Space Dandy. And you know what? If anybody was going to do a Space Dandy like live action, I think he could. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think he could. Yeah, he 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 could pull off being a dandy in space. Uh, so th- what uh, this episode uh, involves a a race in space and it being dangerous, baby. So. Uh, listeners, basically, um, Space Dandy is kind of a mercenary, kind of not really. Uh, he goes around and he tracks down like aliens in space, mm. kind of not really. Um, I was got... going to say that sounds kind of Cowboy Bebop-ish. It's actually it's... I do I do kind of get Cowboy Bebop now that I think about it. Cowboy Bebop vibes from this show, just uh. It... S- even sillier than Cowboy Bebop. This is like Cowboy Bebop if it was allowed to be fully unplugged. Yeah. Right? Um, so basically, he's very like Yankee, which is pompadour, leather jacket. I'm surprised he doesn't smoke. Hands in <laughs> yeah. pockets, kind of like uncaring. My, you guys, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard uh, having... It, it uh, ain't fantastic hair. It ain't easy being breezy or it's, beautiful it's, or a cover or a cover girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, on that note, yeah, Cal uh, has had enough, ladies and gentlemen. We've uh, um, instead of just fucking with it, you you get full me. Um, he's no longer pompadorious. It's those are hard, man. Those are hard Pomp- to maintain. A Pompadorius Rex. Yes. So, Space Dandy, uh, he's got a robot, QT, old model. Yep. His uh, ship, which is a badass, huge-looking ship, ship is the uh, Aloha Oi, which is... He's also got an otter buddy. He's got an otter buddy that's That's kind of a cat. He's kind of a cat otter. And his name is Meow. It looks like an otter to me. They call him Meow? because they don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, and so his nickname is Mew. Yeah. Mm. And um, so he, he, he is super cute regardless. Despite not QT. Just uh, d- just uh, the, the otter guy. He's super cute, but oh, uh, he is. Uh, d- despite his personality being, <laughs> he, he kind of seems like fed up with everything. Just in general is kind of the vibe that I get from him. He, he's along for the ride. Right. <laughs> um, and so it's Dandy, QT, and Mew versus the world. Uh, basically, he's at boobies. The episode starts off with Dandy at bo- boobies, which is the space equivalent of Hooters. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the um, uh, the space uh, truck stop idea. That It actually kind of reminded me of Spaceballs a little bit. It's, oh, what a joy this this show is it it appreciates and embraces all of the like sci-fi tropes like right. the, these people like corny like 70s like you should see the guns in the in the show they're like very torpedo shaped like blasters it's the first 30 seconds of episode one because yes i'm going to watch this all the way through that's how much i like <laughs> it um the first 30 seconds has him and the aloha oi um talking to cutie his robot and he's like do you know the most important part of a woman cutie and cutie turns and it's like oh like her personality and like sense of humor and he's like 
<laughs> no, most of the people in the galaxy will have will tell you that it's probably like a woman's chest or eyes that are most important. But let us not overlook the most important aspect of a woman, her behind. And I'm like, yeah, a man, a man to my heart. Let's. I, I I'm with you there, Dandy. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm I'm with you there. I'm I'm all aboard. So, um, <laughs> so in comes the my favorite trope is Prince. Um, a prince in yeah. anime. Uh, it's usually a high school. He's usually um, the head of the student council. And usually when there's a pretty boy who has all the women like him, he's the prince of the school. And in right. this, they just call him Prince. Uh, I'm sure yeah. he, he has a name, but we're going to call, call him Prince. He is very pretty, too, I, I will and, say. And he, he is a pretty man with long blue hair. And he comes in and Dandy's like combing his hair. And he's all like, ha women, I see you've missed me and they all run past him and run to prince and they're like what are you doing and he's like huh i'm currently winning the galactic grand prix just one more race left and i'll have won it for the one thousandth time in a row <laughs> i i liked the uh the, the bit where like the all the waitresses like just like flip their shit and Dan at space dandy is like thinking that it's and this is a trope too like they he thinks that uh he's the subject of their adoration and then they just like run right past him don't even give a shit don't don't even give a shit and and that's the thing usually i'm like hmm tropes in this episode i don't know man but like this embraces it oh to, yeah yeah to to, to rid such a ridiculous level that it it's enjoyable yeah they they, they know what they're doing they know so much what they're doing um it, and so what happens? Dandy's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm entering it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he enters the race. Out of spite? I... <laughs> and we, yeah. Uh, 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 Prince Pretty, uh, it also, his name's just Prince, but uh, Prince Pretty also has like a couple of pals with him. He has a robot too. I love this trope. So the gang. The gang is introduced as the there's a sunflower announcer announcing the Grand Prix. Okay, Here we have the prince. No, so, yes, go ahead. <laughs> about the about the about the announcer. So, um, sunflower announcer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very like traditional, like male, like and on the starting line we have blah blah like that kind of voice. Yeah. Um, it is a anthropomorphic uh, sunflower with like a sunflower head and like. Um, what leaves, leaves for, arms. for arms uh it's also got a bodacious female body with big old titties and we see later even on bigger posterior a very shapely uh, uh female uh, very shapely like feminine looking behind i was confused so i've watched this i was in, very confused i was i character. watched this in english and um japanese i had the um, weirdest boner highly recommend um watching the the sub watching it in, in Japanese with English subtitles. Uh, it, I'm usually, I'm not one of those people, but right. it, that's the, the better version. I, I, I sometimes like, I'm not one of those people either, but sometimes I agree. Like I remember when, um, attack on Titan first came out. Yeah. Um, 
and when I first started watching, it was like very shortly after it had uh, debuted. Uh, and so all there was on Netflix was just a subtitled version. It hadn't been dubbed yet. So I yeah. watched the first season of Attack on Titan subtitled. Mm-hmm. And thought it Which was I would great. argue is is good. Um, and then I, by the time season two came out, uh, they started like uh, releasing it with English dubs like straight away. And so mm. I bought like the second season... Um, on like the Xbox video store and I bought the dubbed version because I'm like, oh hey, cool. Um didn't like it. Didn't like it as much. <laughs> I'm like, oh these um my hair tie. And then I even like went back and I was like I was like, am I crazy? But like I went back and rewatched through uh I think the first half of season one with uh uh dubbed with those same voice actors. And I'm like the performances are like that the English cast are giving is like, it's completely off. Like, even though I don't speak Japanese, like I could still, I still felt like the performances that the Japanese voice actors were giving was better. And that's the, what a people, th- there's some purists that go, if you ever watch any anime in English, your opinion is invalid. And I, I'm not <laughs> one of those opinion. There's an anime called Bakano. Um, right. Ooh. Superior version is in English because all the characters are like early 20th century, um, like American and like different European accents. Right. Doesn't really come across in in Japanese when someone has a Boston accent or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the voice actors are phenomenal. Um, So you owe it to yourself to watch Bacchano. I would argue that's the only one that I would put my foot down and say, no, no, you have to watch Bacchano. Um, I really, I really prefer the, uh, the English, uh, voice cast of, uh, Ghost in the Shell. I haven't watched them, like, Uh, I compared them. I, I'm, uh, listeners, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show before, but I, I'm not a big anime person, but one anime I really, really fucking like is I really like Ghost 1995's Ghost in the Shell, and I really like its sequel that came out in 2004 as well, Ghost in the Shell Innocence. Uh, it's a very different film, but, uh, it's very, very, very good in its own right. Um... But I'm such a big fan of them that I've watched both of them in both English and Japanese like many times. Uh, and I, I prefer the English uh, hmm. voices in those movies. Um, there you go. Yeah, I guess we're filthy casuals. Yeah, <laughs> at least I am anyway. Very much so. So to, to get back to um, Space Dandy here, um, there's a trio. The trio that Prince has is a mouse that is quite clear. He's a lawyer mouse that will sue you. It's supposed to be Mickey Mouse. He's, uh, I, I found it quite funny that um, the character that is whose design is very, very close to infringing on the copyright of Mickey Mouse, that, that character being a lawyer, like that, that that's that's some. That's some comedy that Siege approves of right there. That, that's some Siege-approved comedy <laughs> there. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, too. And he looks at um, Mew because Meow is kind of like, you have a rat on your team? And he calls him Rotundo and tells him to shut the hell up or he'll sue him. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. And then um, Cutie, the, the very nice, by the way, the little, like, shop vac vacuum that dandy has 
right. so nice and like innocent and sweet. It's like, well, um, good luck, I guess. And their robot is a super advanced, like high tech robot. And it comes out and it's like, oh, Prince, look, I've never even seen a model that old. I'm surprised it even runs. And QT is like, is that how it is? And so now there's motivation for Dandy's um, teammates, the, yeah. the robot and the, the otter cat to go, you know what? Fuck these guys. Yeah, fuck these <laughs> they're guys. Go, they're going down. <laughs> and um, we get a little rundown of all the other racers. It's very much what you'd expect. There's a dominatrix. I thought she was speaking Russian. She's speaking English backwards. Oh, yeah. That, I, I Yeah, I, I was confused about what she was With the subtitles, saying. if you read the subtitles backwards, you can see what she's saying. And she calls Dandy like an idiot and a pervert and... And she, stuff throughout it. Yeah, she's got like um uh she she's got like a harness, like she's wearing a harness and she's got like she's leather, a BDSM dom. She, she's got like her uh, ship is a giant heel. No, she's actually a sub. She oh. with what she's wearing on her face, like she'd definitely be a sub. Oh, I I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about the the gear and stuff. Which is uh, weird because she's in a giant heel. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh the um the the without going too much into it the the gear she's wearing like and especially like the the straps like on her uh uh, uh that she has on her head and whatnot i'm uh i'm i'm here for it by the way most perverted shit we've ever reviewed on <laughs> but like shameless about it like there's a part she's, where she's doing exposing like, uh, herself and, yeah, she's and do- posing she- like the ginyu force uh, yeah yeah and the the flower announcer the mariachi the yeah the flower announcer like is like blocking the view and he's like says something like oh and here she's doing fight poses everyone yeah (laughs) um and so when the race starts he's like huh i never thought i dandy's in last right and he's like i never thought i'd have to do this but i have to use my last resort right and QT's like, what already? And he fires a grappling hook onto Dommy Mommy's or Subby Mommy's um, heel. And like with a fishing line, like reels himself in. And I'm like, I mean, if it if it works. Yeah. And then at, at some point, someone fires missiles. And so I'm gonna yada we're, yada. We're we're, a li- we're listeners, we're we're a little pressed for time, so we're gonna kind of blow through this one. Yeah. But the gist of it is, whenever an explosion happens, he turns into a Sonic pin- Pinball. Oh, uh, he yeah, He turns yeah. into Speed Racer. Right. And bounces off. It goes Galaga for a minute. <laughs> the graphics of the show go Galaga and show all of the... Uh, oh, he's in the Little Aloha, which is the shuttle, by the way, of the Aloha Oi. His big ship. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's in the shuttle of that. I, and it, I got it some like things wearing. To, I I got some things to say about the little Aloha in a in a few minutes. So because uh, I some of the talk, go uh, ahead. Uh, one of his opponents is um, they look kind of like the aliens from Mars Attacks. They look like brains. They're fucking but... penises. Oh, are they? They're dicks, man. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I thought no, I thought it was just like exposed brains or something. They oh, they are, but they their body and their brains and there's a little spout on the fucking top. Uh, they are shaped like like male glands. <laughs> so, so they're called the twins, and their ships transform and combine. 
And I was like yeah. completely like taken like completely off guard the first time they do that. I'm like, oh, that's pretty hype. And uh, there's a moment later on in the episode where we find out Space Dandy's ship does that too. It also transforms into a robot to fight them, <laughs> and it transforms into a robot wearing a fucking Aloha shirt. And it's called the Hawaii Yankee. <laughs> and he, he's like a delinquent. He's like Yankee, right? So when he transformed to fight these other guys, I was like, this is special. There, there's something going on here. And by the way, the audio, there's too, there's too much to talk about. <laughs> the Fuck, man, the sound design, at least in the, the Japanese one I was watching. Um, oh, it's it's hype, man. This is... This is wacky races in space. Wacky races meets Gundam uh, yeah, Transformers yeah. or uh, uh, Robotech. Ro that, whoa, there, there we're going. Yeah, Robotech. Okay. So, I I, br I bring up Robotech because uh, as I mentioned, I'm not a big anime fan. But uh, another anime that I like is uh, Macross, which is a spinoff of Macross. Robotech, wow, which is a spinoff of Robotech, I believe. Um, so no, that, that he, that's why I thought of it. Yeah, nice. So yeah, Macross is sweet. It's like it. It's like Top Gun, but with fucking the jets turn into mechs. Oh, like... the, there you go. It's like <laughs> Top Gun, but the jets turn into mechs. Yeah. Um, and so what ends up happening is through weird explosions and him going, I never thought I'd have to do this, but I have to use my last resort. He has three last resorts. He has three last resorts, and <laughs> one of them is, is blowing everyone up. Like with hundreds of missiles, he just tries to shoot everyone. Yeah. It misfires and explodes behind him. And which blows actually him forward. blows him forward with such velocity that he actually reaches the um the refueling station right. first. And Prince ends up in the back. You know what it reminded me of? Is you, stop. Remember, you remember the end of um uh the JJ Abrams uh Star Trek reboot from 2009? Yeah um jj abrams jj abrams um uh at, at the end of the movie they're like being the um uh the the red matter the quote-unquote red matter yeah such i like that movie but that's some fucking lazy writing right there yeah this agreed. nebulous substance called the red matter that just goes boom essentially um but it, it blows up uh it creates like a black hole and the the enterprise uh it creates a black hole because they use it to like blow up uh nero um the villain of that film played by mm -hmm. eric banna it blows up nero's ship and uh they're being pulled in uh by the intense gravity of the uh of the, the black hole and so what they do is eject the warp core they overload the warp core and eject it behind them and cause it to explode to and the explosion blows them forward um, it's a cool action movie, it, and that's what this reminds me of. Cool action movie uh, finish. It's not how physics works at all, especially in space. When there's a black fucking black hole right behind them. Presumably, if their speed can't escape the black hole, any velocity given to them by an explosion, likewise, would not exceed the, right. <laughs> the escape velocity. So, I'm I'm with you there. So there, there's some. Fun movie, very, very dumb writing in it. So at the pit stop, Mickey Mouse 
plants a bunch of dynamite underneath Dandy's little aloha. Oh, man. And sabotages the refueling station. So Meow goes, I'm sorry, something happened to the fuel. And Meow decides to put a bunch of food in it just because. And the refueling takes. Mr. Fusion? (laughs) From Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, yeah. And um, Doc could just throw like whatever junk into it to power power the, um, the flux capacitor. Yeah. And. They go off and Dandy, even though he arrived at the pit crew first, he's the last to leave and his engines are fucky because there's food in it. So at this point, we're a little bit beforehand because we're jumping through this, but there's somebody after Space Dandy. President Gorilla. Right. This guy's voice actor, at least in the English version, uh, sounds really familiar to me. And I thought at first that it was um, the guy who does the voice of Skullface in um, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, But uh, I looked him up and it isn't. But I don't know. I don't know what I recognize this guy's voice he from. He flies in the Statue of Liberty. They love space balls, folks. <laughs> right. He flies in the head of the Statue of Liberty with a fucking ball with gag. A fucking in ball gag. <laughs> And this guy is dressed in the stars and stripes, like fucking Uncle Sam hat, like powdered wig coming down from it. And he's a gorilla and he's President Gorilla. And we don't know why, but he's after Space Dandy. And I don't need to fucking know why I'm on board. (laughs) And he's in the race, too. He's not in the race, but he kind of is. And when people start shooting at him in the race, he looks behind him and he goes, huh? Why are these people shooting at me? I'm he's not like, in the race. Like, no, you idiot. Stop shooting at me. I'm not in the race. He I think that's an actual up. line, he says. He ends up blowing up. And Dandy, like, doesn't even fucking, barely fucking knows he's there. I wonder if it's a recurring gag that Dandy doesn't even know this guy's after him. Right. Uh, speaking of Dandy, there there comes a scene, like, where he, like, kind of comes up, or, like, Prince comes up beside him. And they, they have, like, a back oh, and forth. They actually get to talk. Because that's how to... physics work. <laughs> but yeah. there's an exchange. Go ahead. There, there, there's an exchange, and uh, uh, what does what does Prince Pretty say to him? He's I like, you know, I was going to crush you, but there's something about a mongrel like you actually giving me a challenge that's intriguing. Right, right. And as Space Dandy uh, says to him, he is like, "Well, you know what? I, I'm going to paraphrase, but he's yeah. like, well." He's like, well, you know what? With with that in mind, uh, I just like to say, and he flips him the bird, and he's like, "Screw you, man! Fuck you!" <laughs> so Prince has this moment where he's all like, "You know what? I suppose I might actually be able to gaze upon you as if you were an equal." And Dandy's like, "Well said. Fuck you!" <laughs> and I'm like, "This might." Like, I've only seen one episode, but this might be my favorite fucking anime, folks. <laughs> I, I am actually tempted to watch more. <laughs> um, Watch the first 60 seconds of episode one, and if where they're, they go to boobies for the first time, and he talks about how much he loves ass, and he, they meet Meow. Um, right. <laughs> if that doesn't sell it, uh, even listeners, watch the first 60 seconds of episode one, even on, on YouTube. Uh, it's you can watch it on Funimation for free. Little did uh, I know. Yeah, I'll, uh, it's a I'll, recurring I'll gag that. here on Lasercomb that uh, 
one or more of us pay for something that is readily available for free. <laughs> so, uh, so Space Dandy uh, pulls out his last resort again. For oh, the third time. last resort number three. Last I, resort number three. Uh, what is last resort number three? Uh, suffocation. Uh, no breathing. <laughs> Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. Uh, 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 the other day at work, they had it on the, um, I like to call it the millennial station, but it's basically, it's uh hit songs from like the nineties and two thousands. They call, they call it like, uh, on their, like, uh, stingray music, blah, blah, hits, uh, hit selections from the iPod era. And I'm like, oof, that, that is actually kind of accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, last resort by Papa Roach came on the other day. And I was like, huh, lol. So Last Resort comes on on the space radio. Um, yeah. <laughs> on, um, you know what? This show would. Like, if if it could get away with it, it the show would place. This absolutely would play, like, a Japanese cover, like, cut my life into pieces. Yeah. <laughs> While this is happening. So his um, third and final Last Resort, uh, doesn't it coincide with the, the bomb that was placed under his ship going so, off? Okay, that's why I wanted to rush to the ending because we get some oh interstellar. Boy, we get some interstellar, um, inception, gay sex. So what happens is that he is activates... the, the that is the implication here. <laughs> oh, but it, and yet it's so much more. But, I know it's so. What happens is he's he's about to activate nitro. Both of the races are neck and neck and he activates his last resort and it shows all the food and wine and like his last 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 resort his, his, the stuff in his fuel tank reacting in a weird way and mickey mouse is like oh i don't think so fucker huh? and <laughs> he blows up and as he like hits the dynamite or whatever something happens to prince he goes i something weird is happening i i'm i'm excited i if I'm going to lose, like, I, I don't want anybody to ever beat me. But if Space Dandy does, I, I'm okay with that. I've never felt more alive. And there's a narrator, by the way, folks. And it's like, and at that mo and by the way, if anybody's seen uh, Shokugeki no Soma, Food Wars, sometimes you're so elated that your clothes burst off and you come. Oh, we, so good. we we got more to say about Food Wars coming up soon, let me tell you. Um, but uh, yeah, and there's some imagery uh, uh, going along with like this explosion. There's like a The narrator a says, and there's then like Space Dandy took the prince from behind. I, I can't even make this. Yeah, and then there's like a heart that goes on screen. There's like a shot of like, um, like a, a spout like tipping down and like water starts dripping out of it. And it's the blue and yellow jet streams behind them fucking merge and, and they're, they're spin around. There there there's some implications going on here. It's not even light implications. No. <laughs> Basically, this is when Prince realizes that he's mad fucking gay for Space Dandy and that he will never allow a man to take him. Right. Un unless <laughs> It is space dandy in this moment. And he experiences love. Love for the first time. And there's a lot of ejaculation imagery. Yeah, yeah. Like the bamboo water going. Yeah, yeah. That's what I and, yeah, yeah. That's um, what I was. A steamed bun exploding. Right. 
and uh space dandy like goes like completely interstellar so space dandy as the narrator said he exceeds the speed of thought and time and in a bright white I, light i i like the the vid, the way he's animated here like it's white but he looks like kind of like pencily it looks the, like he's just oh, been scribbled with pencil. There's different media in the episode that we we don't have like time to like cover but right man do they take some chances and it pays off yeah that almost manga sketch yeah style and, and, as and he the- ascends his own media as he ascends anime and becomes something simpler and yet infinite yeah and folks we don't get to see who wins the race because that's the end of the episode because that's not what's important what's important here is whether he's alive or dead he comes out on the other side of existence five billion years into the future as told by the narrator right he walks upon a pla- a desolate planet with a red sun. So um, red, re- some oh, okay. yellow and orange stars balloon out at the end of their lifespan. Okay, so he he's on the planet Krypton then is what you're saying. He's on, he's on Krypton and he walks and he doesn't know what's going on and he's thirsty and he's hungry and he gazes up upon the sun and he witnesses what can only be described as a great golden Buddha God that is a depiction of himself or in the very least space. So he meets God and it is him. Eddie stuff. And and then it says the end. This is episode seven. So where does the show go from here? I I have to watch I have to watch this. I, it it humors me to think that next episode will just continue as if this fucking never even happened. I'm sure that's that's what happens, but uh, uh that's, that's the episode, folks. That's the episode. It was fun. I, I I I think I'll after we're done recording here, I think I'll uh go give the first couple episodes a shot and see what I think. This isn't to say that the other things we've reviewed uh, you and I, Siege, on Lasercomb podcast aren't great. This is transcendent for me. Oh, if wow. anybody knows, if anyone knows me, like this is my fucking jam. Like, I, this is my man. <laughs> like, look at me. I did like cosmic cosplay of Space Dandy. I made his, um, I, uh, I made his uh, little uh, Omomori. Uh, right, it's a good right. luck uh, charm that you get from a, a, a Shinto or Buddhist temple. Mm. <laughs> so it's not a, it almost looks like um it looks like a dog, dog tags tag. yeah but it's a, it's a good luck charm oh well and um today yeah, I learned. It's, um yeah yeah <laughs> and um all right like earlier at the beginning i had my hair in a pompadour i anyways it's hey, hey. go check this out people Cal loves it, ladies and gentlemen i fucking and, love this <laughs> and i enjoyed it so uh i'll i'll, I'll be watching more of it uh, and speaking of uh, watching things, that was episode 23 of the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. You've heard the spiel before, so I'm not going to give it to you uh, this week because we're running short on time, but uh, go check that out. Follow us on social media. 
facebook.com slash lasercomb, or you can follow me on Twitter at lasercomb, spelled the same way. And, That's right, uh, baby. And Cal, you're also on Twitter. I am. Follow me at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, next week, we'll be back with episode 24 of the Lasercomb podcast. And uh, I put up a Twitter poll. I put four animes up because we are in the midst of anime month right now. We sure are, baby. Uh, so all anime all the time for the rest of February, which is only like <laughs> three weeks, but whatever. Um, and so I put up uh, four choices, four animes that I'm all familiar with. Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex, Welcome to the NHK, Gurren Lagann, and the one that won, which is Food Wars, uh, which is the one out of those th four that I've actually watched the least. So I'm kind of excited. Oh, really? Food, Food Wars won. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Shoku Geki no Soma! <laughs> <laughs> all right so what we're gonna do is uh go to numbergenerator.org gonna hit screen share so you can see my screen uh random numbers between there i just looked on wikipedia there are 86 episodes so random numbers between 1 and 86 and here we go <laughs> Episode 50, which is uh, episode 13 of season three, Advancement Exam. All right. Oh, is it the premiere of? Uh, it is the premiere of part two of season three. Oh, okay. Right. Because they're, they're split up in, in parts. Right. So uh, we'll be. Advancement Exam. Yeah, we'll be back next week with that. Uh, and until then, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, I have been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal. And thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. That's really irresponsible and getting them rattled.
remember.